Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 15. At the end of every seven years, you must cancel debts. This is how it is to be done. Every creditor shall cancel any loan they have made to a fellow Israelite. They shall not require payment from anyone among their own people, because the Lord's time for canceling debt has been proclaimed. You may require payment from a foreigner, but you must cancel any debt your fellow Israelite owes you. However, there need be no poor people among you, for in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess as your inheritance, he will richly bless you. If only you fully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all these commands I'm giving you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised, and you will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. If anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites in any of the towns of the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted and tight-fisted toward them. Rather, be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need. Be careful not to harbor this wicked thought. The seventh year, the year for canceling debts, is near, so that you do not show ill will toward the needy among your fellow Israelites and give them nothing. They may then appeal to the Lord against you, and you will be found guilty of sin. Give generously to them, and do so without a grudging heart. Then... Because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all of your work and in everything you put your hand to. There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed toward your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. If any of your people, Hebrew men or women, sell themselves to you and serve you six years, in the seventh year you must let them go free. And when you release them, Do not send them away empty-handed. Supply them liberally from your flock, your threshing floor, and your winepress. Give to them as the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I give you this command today. But if your servant says to you, I do not want to leave you, because he loves you and your family and is well off with you, then... Take an awl and push it through his earlobe into the door, and he will become your servant for life. Do the same for your female servant. Do not consider it a hardship to set your servant free, because their service to you these six years has been worth twice as much as that of a hired hand, and the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. Set apart for the Lord every firstborn male of your herds and flocks. Do not put the firstborn of your cows to work, and do not shear the firstborn of your sheep. Each year, you and your family are to eat them in the presence of the Lord your God, at the place he will choose. If an animal has a defect, is lame or blind, or has any serious flaw, you must not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You are to eat it in your own towns. Both the ceremonially unclean and the clean may eat it as if it were a gazelle or a deer. But you must not eat the blood. Pour it out on the ground like water. So we have some interesting instructions 
in this chapter concerning um, what we would term indentured servitude. And so the rule was that in Israel, you could have an indentured servant, but at the end of every seven years, you had to cancel their servitude and let them go free. The same thing with um, debts. You could loan money to Jewish people, but in the seventh year, their debts were canceled. And so what would happen was, if you only had three years until the year of release or the Sabbath year, the seventh year, uh, you would have a higher rate of payment. So it'd be paid off in three years rather than have a seven year payment schedule. You'd have a a six year, five year, three year, two year payment schedule, whatever it was to pay the full amount. But in the case of indentured servitude, um, they got kind of a good deal. So if you went into indentured servitude with only one year left, until the year of release, then you served for one year, and then um, you were you were set free. So we're reading in verse 1, at the end of every seven years, you must cancel debts. This is how it is to be done. Every creditor shall cancel any loan they've made to a fellow Israelite. So this was um, applicable only Jew to Jew. They shall not require payment from anyone among their own people, because the Lord's time for canceling debts has been proclaimed. You may require payment from a foreigner, but you must cancel any debt your fellow Israelite owes you. So in this instance, foreigners were treated different than uh, the Jewish people. This was not the same standard. So foreigners and aliens, you could charge a different schedule than you could a Jew. Verse 4, however, there need be no poor among you. For in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess as your inheritance, he will richly bless you if... You fully obey the Lord your God. And so obedience would result in blessing. Uh, The same for us, friends. Uh, God's not a vending machine, but he loves to bless. He will richly bless us, but he blesses us in as much as we're in agreement with his will and his ways and living by his will and his ways. He doesn't bless us so that we can be in rebellion. He blesses his people so they can prosper in the midst of his will. In verse 6, the Lord said, uh, The Lord your God will bless you as he has promised, and you will lend to many nations, but you will borrow from none. Friends, if the Jewish people are known for anything from antiquity, it's the ability to loan money. And so this has been literally uh, fulfilled in the Jewish people. You'll lend to many nations, but you'll borrow from none. And so collectively, they have been known as uh, some of the greatest bankers the world has ever known loaning money to the different nations and individuals in a massive um, a massive way. But it was the desire of God that they would lend and not borrow. It was the desire of God that they would rule and not be ruled over. But it all was contingent upon if you will obey, if you will obey. And so at times they've had their wealth taken from them. They've been through a lot, as you know. A lot of harassment, a lot of um, nations have driven them out and so forth, and they haven't ruled over many nations, but many nations have ruled over them. Why? Because they got out of the Lord's will. And don't kid yourselves, friends. The Lord can treat us likewise if we're operating out of the Lord's will. In verse 12, if any of your people, Hebrew men or women, sell themselves to you and serve you six years, in the seventh year you must let them go. Why? Because they were slaves in Egypt. Verse 15 reminds them, and the Lord our God redeemed them. That's why they had this seventh year of redemption, to remind them of the Lord's redemption. He goes on to give us a couple of verses on what have been termed love slaves. 
If your servant says to you, I do not want to leave you because he loves you and your family and is well off with you, then take an awl and push it through his earlobe into the door, and he will become your servant for life. Same for male and female servants. And so, friends, you and I are love slaves to the Lord. We don't want to leave him. We have become better off, not financially necessarily, but certainly holistically in our spirits, in our minds, in our bodies, and in our finances by our relationship with the Lord. We never want to be set free from the Lord. We want to be his uh, love slaves and his bridal partners forever. So, Lord, we don't want to leave you. We love you. God, our family loves you. We're well off with you. Lord, we desire for you to take an all spiritually and push it through our earlobes. And Lord, we want to be your servants forever and ever and ever for eternity. I pray that for myself. I pray that for my family. Lord, I pray that for everyone listening, that we would be your love slaves, serving you out of love forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.